All right, guys, welcome to the podcast. We are officially into the new year, joined by Andrea Ramos. Welcome. Thanks. Happy 2022. <laughs> yeah, right back at you. I'm excited for the new year. Uh, I uh, first want to kick this off. I, I think I'm most excited about this podcast, not just because of the new year, but guys, we're going to be diving into uh, really money milestones and defining what is break even. So for those of you guys that are out there wanting to uh, get ahead on your business when it comes to making more income, you guys need to listen up to today's uh, podcast as, as we break this down and really get to the root of this problem for you out there. Um, so I have a question for you, Andre. You know, you mentioned that New Year's is one of your favorite holidays. Uh, did it live up to the hype pre and now post uh, 2022? Where's your head at going in? It did. Uh, I always, <laughs> always enjoy New Year. I, so I realized this year where I was like, oh, wait a second. It's not just New Year's Day. It's New Year's. It's the combo of New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I just like the anticipation of like the year is ending um, and it's starting. And so I was like, wait a second, it's not my favorite holiday. It's my favorite like two day holiday um, that I really enjoy. But but yeah, I spent it in Gatlinburg with family. Um, so that was fun uh, just staying up. And it was <laughs> the actual like countdown was a little bit like underwhelming because we had to like find the YouTube New Year's Eve, New York thing. <laughs> But, um, and like, find like hook it up in the cabin, but the actual like moment, I was like, this is the best. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with, with your, uh, excitement for the new year. I think, you know, the, the best week of the year in terms of like hope and excitement and dream building, you guys know I'm a builder at heart. Like I love creating things, whether it's online or business, or even like get my hands dirty in construction projects. But that week in our industry kind of slows down. Like people are focused on family and gatherings and, you know, it's, it's just a slower period of time in the gym en enrollment industry and even our members, you know, travel and, and whatnot. So it really slows down and creates this rare opportunity, I think, for gym owners to think about the things that have been working, the things that they don't like, uh, and really dream up, you know, what could I simplify? What would I want to do differently in 2022? So uh, I got a chance to, you know, spend some time with uh, some friends of mine, go, I took a two and a half hour bike ride, uh, and just talked about like life and like money and, and family and like all the topics I love to dive deep in. So I, I feel like I, I feel full in terms of getting perspective. And then uh, Steph and I actually went to sleep before uh, <laughs> midnight. <laughs> so we did not indulge that, um, but got plenty of sleep that woke up recharged <laughs> and ready to, ready to take on 2022. Yeah. yeah. So we actually, we went to bed around one, got up at five because we were flying out. So the first day of the year, we came back and we went to bed at like 8.30, <laughs> which we felt like such grandpas, but hey, wanted to be refreshed. <laughs> love it. I love it. Well, uh, which brings us back. I mean, now that we're, we're both kind of re feeling recharged and, you know, motivated to, to get 2022 started, I think this is the perfect transition to what we're talking about today is a lot of people feel stressed out 
uh, burned out, exhausted, maybe even like intimidated by money. And it's the thing that can remove a lot of stress and anxiety when you're making it. And it's consistent. Uh, you see that it's going to be, you know, flowing to you regularly. Uh, but there's some major issues, Andre, I think in our, you know, our industry where a lot of people don't have that consistency, don't have that number that's going to make them feel like they have enough. And we need to get to the bottom of this to help these guys understand that there is a way to uh, define exactly what you need and what will make you successful long-term in, in business and your personal income. Uh, so we need to, we need to start there. Uh, so guys, what we're going to be talking about today is what is the definition of break-even? I'm sure you've heard that uh, terminology in the past. Um, and we're going to go ahead and define it for you right now and, and kind of get deep into this. So take out your pen, take out your uh, thinking cap. We need to start getting into the numbers and start with the end in mind. And then through it, you guys will end up uh, with exactly the expectation of where you need to be to get financially on track. So uh, break even typically uh, to most gym owners, and we've had a lot of conversations with people, Andrea, is like their expenses for the gym is what they feel is break even right? Like the rent and all the operating expenses, uh, it only covers that amount of money. And that becomes this arbitrary goal uh, to get your revenues to equal your gym expenses. And I think that is radically off base. Uh, if we're really talking about what we need, it's like that hierarchy of needs. It's like, mm -hmm. wait, 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 you just completely forgot about yourself, right? So yeah. our definition, you need to understand that break even must cover the gym expenses plus owner pay because you're an employee. You're someone that is a driver of the business. And without you, there is no business. So it is not realistic, guys, for you to just get to a sense of covering expenses. We need to readjust that mindset, that break even first, you know, real milestone needs to be uh, factored in that you have your owner pay. And then we take it a step further uh, and say, hey, this, uh, this business also needs to profit. So we ultimately need to get this business to cover the expenses, the owner pay, plus a, uh, a profit to grow and to bring in resources that are needed for you know, other areas of expansion. So the wrong definition of break even uh, really needs to be up-leveled or you know, shifted in your perspective that you need to be paying yourself $5,000 a month minimum to earn a professional income and make sure that you have everything you need in your business to be successful, where you're not worrying about where your paycheck's coming from. And you've factored in that this is a real cost of, uh, of operating the business and you can get money out of the way and start focusing on your people and your, your service. Uh, but Andrea, that seems to be one of the first major issues when it comes to the definition of break even. Um, so let's start there. You know, um, where's your head at when you, when you talk to these people out here and uh, what are you seeing when it comes to uh, break even people's mindsets coming in? Yeah. So I think it very, um, I think I see two things. Number one, yeah, we break even meaning, yeah, we cover the cost of gym expenses. Um, and then the other side is, yeah, we break even or we're profitable, um, when profitable doesn't include an owner take home of $5,000 every month, 
which right. is different, right? Because it's like, okay, you're profitable. You're only paying yourself $2,500 a month and you're profitable, but you're paying yourself $5,000 a month. Like you want to be able to pay yourself like a professional income. And so I think we should let go of profitable when you're barely getting like a $2,000 paycheck to profitable is when you are bringing home a professional income, which is 60K a year like plus. Um, And so I think that that is like the key difference is you don't want to get to a point where you're saying you're profitable, but really you're just getting by. And that's like the tension that I see a lot of times. And And I get why this happens. It feels like a lot better to say like, no, no, I'm profitable. Like on paper, like, like technically I am, uh, that is comforting, right? Like you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm doing, I'm getting, but saying like, actually I'm not profitable, like stings. And you like, I understand why people don't want to like necessarily like, you know, uh, increase that benchmark because it requires growth. It requires like the, you know, thinking about things in a different way requires like taking ownership of things. And that might be challenging. So I feel like a lot of times happens is we lower that benchmark to, you know, well, technically I'm profitable. I'm only paying myself 2,500 like, okay. (laughs) Right. So it's like, what, what do you want to spare? Do you want to spare your feelings of uncomfort, discomfort, or do you want to increase that benchmark and actually define profitable as I am bringing home 5k take home every single month? Um, because ultimately like when you have the wrong metric, you're going to get the wrong outcome. And I think that's, what's happening a lot in the industry is we have these arbitrary, metrics of, you know, just I'm going to enroll as many people in the gym, into the gym. Uh, We don't have the right price. We don't have the right, like intentional focus as as to what we're building for. So it just becomes like this wave of like more and more people, more, this more leads, more ever like, and more is very vague. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean a hundred members at 150? Does that mean 50 members at 250? Like what what are you building? Where, what metric are you focusing on? And it makes sure it's the right one to give you the outcome you actually want. Yeah. And and you talked about the, you know, the advice out there. I think you have to look at it. You know, guys, I'm a long-term gym owner. This is my life. This is how I'm going to spend my career. This shit has to work for me. And what's interesting is when you really look at it, a long-term view, you really include everything that's needed. Now, a lot of advice out there, Andrea is like, where you try to grow as quickly as possible. And some of those months may work, but when, if you, you know, don't focus on the sustainability of a recurring paycheck, that's where you start getting in trouble is because there's real burnout. There's real energy that is required to keep this, you know, machine running. And guys, that's where you're going to notice is if you cut yourself out and, you know, you mentioned, Andrea, the wrong metrics get you the wrong outcome. You're not focusing on yourself and you're trying to ease the pain possibly for a new member or an existing member and why you're not justifying a, you know, a rate increase. And over time, that's going to break you down and, and wear you out. So, guys, I'm, I'm standing here saying, hey, if you want to be uh, in this business, in this career long term, you're not helping any one of your clients by putting yourself last. Okay, because they want someone who's going to be energized and showing up and thinking creatively and bringing in new resources. 
you know, for them to get better training, a better atmosphere. And you can't do that if your definition of break even does not include yourself. And that's really what we're talking about today is saying, hey, break even needs to focus on these essentials. So we're going to lay it out. This is Andre after, you know, hundreds and hundreds of budgets we've studied and gone through and what's working, you know, where the, the owners are satisfied with, you know, the income they're earning. It's consistent. It's, you know, we just had a client, Andrea, uh, I was just reading this before, Stephen, you know, felt like his business went on autopilot for the first time where he could address, you know, traveling for the holidays. He had, you know, some family stuff pop up and he felt really disconnected. But the, the truth is he felt present for his family and could deal with those situations while the business continued to churn out the, the outcome he needed. And it was just so cool to see that for him because it felt predictable is what he said. It felt like he really leveled up that he could go address these things he couldn't before. And there was no crash in his sales and no change in his income. So guys, that's what we need to get to the bottom of is saying, hey, from a break-even standpoint, we need to establish that there is a sunk cost to running your gym, okay? Expenses, right? This does not include owner pay or profit. Uh, it just means that you're covering your expenses and your payroll. And that's about a $13,000 number. I think, Andrea, we factored in about a dollar square foot for uh, people's rent. And we're determining, guys, that you really don't need any more than 3,000 square feet to have a uh, 15 uh, to 20 person class. Okay. You only rent what you need to run a successful group. Coaching. And I think it's important to say that this is coming from someone who has a gym much smaller than that. So it's not like you're saying this as like, hypothetically, this is what we think you're actually giving people like a little bit more space, uh, because your gym is much smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe I'm a, you know, a nut when it comes to, uh, efficiency and, you know, I'll hang anything on the wall just if it meant one more person uh, able to get on that floor, right? And, and I don't want to waste the money on space, guys, that could take away from a family vacation or that could mm -hmm. go back to paying my coaches uh, more. And like, those are the kind of things that I want to try and build into our industry is like, let's keep that money in house and keep getting better at what we do and serving our clients. But if that's going out the door, just because you want to rent an extra thousand to Andre, I've, I've seen an extra 5,000 square feet of unnecessary space, you're going to pay for it. And that's going to come in the form of anxiety and stress and, you know, higher volume. And it's just, it's not sustainable, I think. So we have to get to the place of saying, hey, 13,000 bucks, if you're going to run this, uh, you know, a, a per month from a cost standpoint. So the first milestone that we mentioned that that is not a good definition of break even. You must include your owner operator salary. Okay. And we've defined that as 5,000 bucks. Okay. And truthfully, Andre, we should clarify this. If you work with us, it's actually 6,000 because we're saying the net needs to come at uh, $5,000 in your, in your checking account when it gets deposited. So guys, we, we realize what it costs to live as a human and take care of family and pay mortgage and put kids through school, like an investor retirement. <laughs> yeah. And, and have savings retirement. Like you can't cut that out guys that you can't. So the first milestone 
that we've defined as you must include all salaries, including yours, plus those expenses, it comes to about 19,000 bucks. And uh, in our models, that's about 71 members um, paying professional coaching rates. And we, we have to be clear, you're charging 225 bucks at that, that level. And some of you guys will be like, whoa, you know, I'm 75, $100 under that. Yeah, this requires you to grow into the program capable of charging that. But when you do, you realize what the current market value of your, your training is and what people out there are willing to pay. Because the truth is they can't get this level of service anywhere else. And what this is going to do for you is give you a stable paycheck, give you a professional income to do a lot of things that you're currently not doing. So milestone one, break even, needs to be defined at that $19,000 a month, no bigger than 3,000 square feet of space, and you're including your professional salary in all the expenses and coaches pay. And when you get there, whew, take a big deep breath, celebrate that massive win. Yeah. All right. And then lastly, what's profitable, right? This is the second milestone we'll, we'll define in uh, your, your business success is it covers all the salaries, all the expenses plus profit. And we've built in uh, a $5,000 a month profit margin in there. And here's the truth, Andrea, is when this starts to really, you know, uh, be built in, this is a major, major milestone in victory. Like this is the, the icing on the cake. This is when gyms get to uh, roughly 24,000 They've optimized their space. They've narrowed in on exactly who they are, who their ideal client is. They crush it for their clients. And that comes out to be about 91 members. You know, and, and it's important for you guys to recognize that this is your 5,000 bucks coming in plus an additional 5,000 in income. And that's when you start getting ahead. And I think this is where you start to realize that I can have an emergency fund. I can protect myself from a future pandemic. I can, uh, you know, fix and replace equipment that breaks. I can uh, save for a down payment on purchasing a building. Like these are when you get into this headspace of expansion and, you know, really getting to a place where you feel abundant. Uh, so guys, that is milestone number one. And that is milestone number two in our version of what a successful uh, you know, group fitness program looks like. Uh, Andrea, can you open this up a little bit and helping them understand, uh, you know, the expense side of this? Cause we need to dive, I think a little bit deeper now. Yeah. And so for, or in order for all this to kind of work and, and you to put it together, there are, are essentially, I think three things that you need to really focus on. Number one is you need to really be in tune with what are your gym expenses and if that is the best use of your money, like, like how you said, do I need all this space? Do I need all these, uh, class times? Do I need all of like what I've created? Do I actually need? So really get down to like combing through your gym expenses. What do you actually need? And what is kind of like sneaking in that isn't actually necessary. It's not a necessary expense to create more income, but it's actually just you money. Um, from there, another thing you want to determine is how much do I want to pay myself? Right. And so we say, Hey, pay yourself a professional 
salary, a professional rate. That is what you need to, to, like you said, sustain this long-term. Yes, you can get by with not saving every month and, and not investing like, and, and I think, you know, some seasons will require you to do that. There are, you know, maybe like a three month period where you're like, we're going to pause on this to do that. That that's okay. But when that three month time period has turned into like, you know, four years, five years, it's no longer a season. It's not strategic anymore. It just has become like something that, you know, you're, you're just allowing to happen. And so in order for that not to be the case from the beginning, you have to determine this is going to be something that I can live long-term and build my life on. Um, So you want to determine like, okay, that number is 5,000 and up. And it could be more for you, right? Like maybe you have a a big family, you have a growing family, you have a lot of expenses in this particular time in your life that is going to make you, you know, just require more. That's fine. Knowing that number and putting it in is going to be important. And then the last thing is kind of ties those two together, right? Okay. If I need, if I have this much in expenses, if this is how much I want to earn, how many members Um, do I need to bring in at what price point? Like those are kind of the two big players that you need to understand. And, and, and honestly, that is where you have a lot of room for manipulation. And what I feel like a lot of people do is like, okay, I just need to cover, you know, this amount of, of expenses and salary I can, and I want to keep my prices low. So that means I just need 250 members. (laughs) It's like, wait, hold on. When you do that, you're actually sacrificing, one of the most valuable resources you have, which is time, right? You're either going to overwork yourself because you don't have the team to support that many people in your gym, or you're going to hire. And again, that's going to cut into your profit. So it's, it really is this dance of what is that sweet spot for you, your lifestyle, your gym, you know, where you're at, all of those things play a role, but understanding that those are things you have to know and understand in order to hit these milestones is really, really important. Absolutely. So, you know, it comes down to, you know, running your numbers through our profit calculator. If you don't have a good system, uh, we've, we've already done the hard work for you guys. And, and uh, you know, Andrea, we can get that out uh, to these guys listening uh, as well. But if you guys have not joined our, our group, make sure you're able to, you know, get in there. These are the conversations we're having and the resources we're providing, because this is an education. This is one of the first things that you guys need to look at is your numbers. And that includes going through those operating expense. It includes going through the capacity of your facility, you know, meaning how many square feet does the average person in your gym need actually need? Um, nothing more, nothing less. It includes going through payroll, you know, making sure that we can, uh, you know, get your team built to give you the freedom. But if you're operating on trades, or not paying people, that's, that's mm-hmm. going to impact the long-term sustainability of whether someone stays with you and doing you a favor. You know, uh, we've got to make sure people have a role and a responsibility that you can count on. And then also your owner pay, making sure that it is uh, in a place where you guys recognize that your family has needs, you're responsible to your kids, and that consistent paycheck that everyone in the world also needs to feel secure, uh, that's a real thing. And you you can't continue to put yourself last or hope that it's just gonna show up through more volume. You know, this is about taking control of what you need to be successful right now. And then we build the business around that. 
And then, uh, Andrea, I think this is an important factor when we start looking at schedule and logistics of how do we set up the model to be a win-win for everybody. I think that uh, needs to be really noted by a lot of you guys out there who, you know, uh, have mentioned you have your schedule established. Uh, when I run the numbers, Chris, it comes back at 150 bucks, you know, I remember. And the truth is where I see a lot of um, trimming needed is your class schedules. We have determined that 27 classes is as big as uh, we need in our group, uh, you know, fitness businesses. And what I mean by that is essentially that's two classes in the morning to cover your AM people heading into a workout before work and getting on with their day. And then three classes in the evening, once they get off work, they're able to, you know, hit the gym and then, you know, get family and dinner and stuff started. Uh, and that means that you're running 25 uh, classes throughout the week and two classes on Saturday and you're closed on Sunday. And guys, that is a very, very sustainable way to, uh, you know, build a part-time career for coaches if they have other, you know, jobs or opportunities to turn, uh, you know, income there. It's, it's a great way to build a staff around an AM and a PM shift. And also for you guys to work on the business during times when you're not running classes. And that's how you're going to get ahead is, you know, I, I hear that a lot, Andrea. It's like, I don't have time to work on the business. And it's largely because a lot of these classes throughout the day are not worth it. The ROI uh, is stealing from what it takes to actually get this business to a profitable state and, you know, consistently fed into those prime classes. So take a look at the profit calculator, guys. I promise you it'll count for both the time and the money issues that we're seeing. And if you're, you know, building a gym with a growing family, you also need to understand that you're going to factor, you got to factor in time. I told you guys this before, if you're, uh, you know, about to start a family, which a lot of you guys out there who I've talked to are, um, or you've already, you know, had a kid or, or two, you start to realize in the evenings, those are precious moments. Those are the times where you want to be home eating or doing bath time or book time. And it's just, you can't replace that. And if you're stuck at the gym because you have, you know, this time that you need to be there, I'm telling you, uh, you need to relook at the model and look at the schedule. Because if we're truly talking about this as a long-term career, we can't miss out on those moments, guys. We got to build a better business model. And that's what we're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it all comes down to defining that term correctly, like break even, um, what are you actually saying? Profitable. What do you actually mean? Right. And so we, we don't even count covering your expenses as anything. It's just kind of like, that's the bare minimum milestone. One is you're paying yourself 5k milestone. Two is 5k plus 5k in business profit. So those are the only two, two metrics that we focus on. And when you have that level of clarity, um, not only does it make your day-to-day -day feel more purposeful and meaningful, but you just have like an understanding of, okay, the work that I'm doing is actually building towards this milestone of 5k take home. Um, and that I think is going to just help you. It just sets the tone for your work. Right. It, I think a lot of times like gym owners feel very like confused about like, okay, but how, what am I, I'm just working. Like I'm, I'm, I'm feels like I'm spinning my wheels, just like putting in work. 
but I don't actually see a return on all of the time that I'm putting into the gym, right? Like I don't see, I can't pay myself more. Um, we're getting by, but I'm working like 16, 12 hours a day. And so if you're feeling that it's, it's likely because you haven't really defined what that number is that you have to hit in order to pay yourself the amount that you want to pay yourself. Um, or you've defined it, but you're overcompensating in the amount of time that you need to work in order to make it happen. Meaning you have more than 27 classes a month or your expenses are you know, too high for, for you to like find that profitable number that you want. Um, and so, yeah, just knowing, knowing those terms exactly as they need to be is just going to have, have you be more intentional with how you're spending your days and more clarity as to like what you need to hit. Um, you'll go from, you know, feeling uncertain and rushed as like, I just need to enroll as many people as possible to, I need to enroll this many people at this price point in the next 30 days. If I hit that goal, I move on. It's kind of like, you know, building block brick by brick. Like you just feel very accomplished and very certain that you're moving in the right direction. Um, and ultimately that's the real work, right? Like fast cash will always be easy to make. Like it, it's very simple to sell something to someone very quickly. You, there's a lot of strategies and tactics and things that you can do, but that money is also going to leave as fast as it came in. Like the real work is how do I grow my auto pay consistently every month to support my lifestyle and profit goals. hundred percent. And, and when you arrive at that place, guys, the truth is that our gyms are enrolling about seven people every single month. And that is the number in the sweet spot for us to get to a position where you're growing your auto pay anywhere from 500 to $800 a month. Uh, th those are the core people that uh, stay in your business long-term. The ones that, you know, Andrea, to your analogy of brick by brick, it's, it's member by member, you know, one at a time, they're coming in and staying there and having real change through the course of your program. So if you feel like you have to, you know, have this flash flood of, of members coming in, uh, you need a shift in the system that you're running because uh, at the end of the day, guys, what matters most is arriving at the lifestyle and the model that's going to work for you long-term and reverse engineering it based on you. And then when you crunch these numbers and you start to see what we're talking about is real, um, it opens up a whole new opportunity of having control of your business like you never thought possible. You don't need to do uh, personal training to generate the additional income. You don't need to add programs uh, to make up the difference. All right. We're talking about centering your business on the thing that you, you love. The reason why you started it, because you connect with people in groups, like we're social people. There's so much value in bringing people together in groups and what we can accomplish together. And it's a win-win for us as you know, group fitness owners is because it gives us scale over our income and our schedules. And it's legitimately the right program for group fitness people that value those experiences in group that want that interaction and no other program will come close when you have centered yourself in saying, this is who I am. These are the types of people that I love to serve. And they actually feel the, you know, the same way about you know, your group program, what you can have. So instead of focusing on adding, what we're saying is focus on simplifying, focus on uh, the overall goal, which is getting your business to those two milestones of collecting that 
that uh, professional income and then becoming a profitable business and doing it in a way that's sustainable, doing it in a way that always gives you the outcome and the sense of control over your model. And you could feel like you could do this for decades to come. And the best part, Andrea, I think is when you arrive at that place, you have a real asset to sell if you ever do transfer mm -hmm. out of the business and you won't have this you know, business built on toothpicks and uh, you're selling it for just the equipment. Okay. So guys, this is the future in 2022. I want everyone out there. This is your call to action to get into a place where you are hundred percent confident in what your business's break even is so that you feel confident, you feel in control. You feel like that is my number. How do I go do that? Help me do that. I want to focus on the right things to get me there. And then you will re realize and experience what our clients are able to, to share with you. So Andrea, um, how do they get a hold of this profit formula and uh, interacting with us more? Yeah. So if you are interested in working with us and implementing these strategies that we are talking about, um, we would love to talk. So just head to www.factoryforge.com slash book and book a 15 minute call to just get to know each other, understand your business model, some of the issues that you're having, and then we'll see if we're a good fit. Um, we don't work with everyone because it just depends where you're at. The sweet spot is, well, we can talk more about that like on the call, but it's a good chance to just like, uh, you know, see where you're at and then how you can implement our strategies. So that's one way. Um, but if you want to go through the profit calculator and you want to run your numbers, you know, kind of understand a little bit more about what's going on in your gym, um, head to www.factoryforge.com and then hit the podcast tab. Um, on that tab, you'll, you'll see the show notes for this episode, and then you'll see a link to our, um, uh, Facebook group, as well as the training that we referred, which is the profit calculator. So in there, you can kind of just, um, get those two resources. And if you have been listening to the podcast for a long time, um, and have gotten anything from our episodes, have gotten like, uh, you know, light bulb moments, breakthrough moments, um, please rate us, uh, on Apple podcasts, give us a five-star review. We love putting out this content because we really do care about this industry as a whole and want to create more businesses that, uh, that thrive because ultimately we believe in the mission that we are all, you know, kind of on is helping people live healthy, uh, lifestyles. And the more that we help gym gyms and gym owners thrive, the more that that mission carries out. And so, um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Great first episode of the year. And we're excited to keep going. Awesome. Happy new year guys. <laughs>